Hi, I'm Jill, and you've landed on the Grow Like a Mother podcast. This is a place where we lean into all things motherhood and personal growth. We talk about the good, bad, and ugly in a way that's real and relatable. Whether I'm interviewing guests or sharing my own wisdom and learnings, this is half an hour for you. Put this on in your car or on a walk, while you're doing chores, wherever it fits into your life and give yourself the gift of prioritizing yourself. You'll hear tips and tricks and tactics to help you get aligned with the version of you that doesn't just go by the name mom. You'll hear my methods of time ownership and goal achievement and learn how to master your mindset and tune into your intuition. These are the things that can create true transformation in how you navigate life and take you from feeling overwhelmed to in control. This is Motherhood Mixed with Woo. Thanks so much for joining me. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Grow Like a Mother podcast. Today I have Nancy with me and I am so excited to chat with her. Uh, she's a, She's got a really interesting set of talents and we're going to be chatting um, about, you know, life balance and how to keep yourself in the mix when you've got the family and all the things. So uh, Nancy, welcome. Um, so happy to have you here. Can you give us a little bit of a background story on who you are and what you're all about? Sure. My name is Nancy Mello. I am a mom, but I'm also an animal communicator and evidential medium. And currently I live in Mystic, Connecticut. So I'm a mystic and mystic. I did not plan that. Uh, being That's a military cool. spouse planned it. So the, the United States military planned that one. Uh, so I talk with people and animals that are past and present. And I also am a clairvoyant. So I do this on a daily basis. I work with people and pets all over the world. I've, I've worked with people and pets in, I think over 30 countries at this point. Um, I have a little like scratch off uh, map that I use. And I think I just eventually was just like, ah, because, you know, it's, it's so neat. Um, but when I'm working, I'm very much in the moment. So I'm like, did I do so-and-so, you know, but no, so I, I've worked with people and pets in all 50 states. Um, I think all but one province of Canada. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, that's it, where I'm at. I'm up in Ontario. So that's oh, pretty yes. Cool. Yeah. Yes. 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 I have lots of wonderful clients up in Ontario. Um, it's only about eight hours actually from Connecticut. I know because I've Googled it because I keep talking about going up there <laughs> to do some sessions. Yes. We'll wait till the summer. We're still very much in the thick of winter right now, but I'm sure you guys get that too. Um so that's pretty cool. So do you do a lot of work virtually then? I do 99.9% of my work virtually. Uh, as as I was talking about going up to Ontario a few times a year, and especially in this post-pandemic world, you know, I think we're all kind of getting our feet on the ground again and trying to figure out what we're comfortable with. So a few times a year, I will travel. So for instance, in uh, May, I'm going down to Louisville, Kentucky to do a few days of sessions. Uh, so I will travel for sessions, but honestly, being a mom, I, I, I've got it <laughs> virtually makes it a lot easier to be able to, uh, adjust to the needs of my family. Yeah, absolutely. It's, these are the conversations that I have all the time on how we, how we do the work that we love and want to do, but also do the work of mom. And I want to dive into that with you too, but first I want to just dig in a little bit about your special gifts. How did you, how did you discover that you were clairvoyant and a medium and an animal communicator? Was it something that was always around? 
Yeah, I grew up on a small farm in Northern California and I, we were seven miles from the nearest town. We didn't, you know, nearest neighbor was a few miles away down a long mile, two mile dirt road. And, and I just seemed to understand that I had people around me. I would play with imaginary friends and, you know, looking back, they definitely weren't imaginary. And we also had, uh, although this was a very much an agricultural farm, we had we had some pigs they were smoker poker and joker yeah. and they had this little pen and i would go out and talk to them and cuddle with them and and it was a very uh simpatico relationship they they seemed to understand that i needed a friend and i seemed to understand that they loved to be talked to and i i still remember their little tails wagging and you know they just they were so joyful uh and also it was interesting because you know growing up on the country um, in the very early 80s, uh, it, you know, people would drop animals like way down the road. And even my mom, who is such a realist at the time, would say, you know, Nancy, I don't know why, but animals seem to find you like they would come down and come and ask for help. And that's how we got our animals. Uh, so uh, it wasn't until uh, my grandmother passed and I started hearing her speak that it was very apparent that I could speak to people that had passed. But once that was revealed in my family, I was, uh, again, this is early 80s in a very traditional part of Northern California. And uh, my dad is 100% Portuguese. Uh, so very, very traditional and no judgment on that, but uh, raised Catholic. So I was immediately carted off to lots of specialists and doctors and and um, it wasn't until just a few years ago, actually, that uh, I really realized that, you know, I'd been trying to fit in boxes my whole life as far as who I was. And especially, you know, I thought, you know, if only I get married, I would kind of normalize and and I if I could do this. And, you know, and I think especially as women, I think we, we are we try and we 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 convince ourselves that that we have this life that if we can obtain this life that we kind of envisioned for ourselves that it'll all come together and that you'll be happy and i i was sitting there going i'm not happy and i knew that i had these gifts but i was very afraid to reveal them because i didn't want them to affect my kids i didn't want them to affect my spouse's career who's active duty military and I, you know, it, it just got to a point where I realized that I either had to uh, fall fully into my gifts or or I would just be a complete shell my whole life. And so uh, I I went ahead and did it against, um, I, in the middle of the night, I didn't tell anyone. I just had this brainstorm and my spouse woke up and I said, hey, honey, I spent $100 on a website and I need to do this. And he just kind of looked at me and he said, okay. And he turned around and walked away like, okay, like not expecting to see that money again. And that was only four short years ago. And in four years, I have been featured in the Washington Post, in Dogster Magazine, uh, twice in the Daily Mirror over in the UK, Cosmopolitan UK. Uh, I'm just like, I'm just trying to think of all the different places. So it's, it's amazing though, like once I started being open and really owning who I was that I was a mom but I very much I had these abilities but I was also very normal right like I I you know like I we were just talking just before we were recording I was like okay like my kids were getting in the shower and I was delegating who got what shower and you know so I'm very normal and I think growing up I, I didn't think I could ever do this because every image of, of psychics that I had, you know, was very mystical and these old ladies with like hoods over them. And I, I just didn't think that I looked the part. 
And I realized that I, I, I had to create that for myself, for my own. I realized that if I could help one person, one animal that I would, I would be honoring that gift because I struggled with so long of why do I have a gift? You know, I, so much, you know, so long, so many different names being called, you know, I'm a, you know, I, I'm a, a heretic. I'm going to hell. Um, I'm an abomination, bah, 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 bah. I'm going against God, all this stuff. But you know, the, the one thing that could never be answered is why would I have a gift if it was bad? Like, why would I be giving this information about animals or people if I wasn't supposed to help? Like it, it just, it, there was never a good answer why I wasn't supposed to use it. And I realized that all those people that were saying those things, they were just afraid. It's just fear. And, um, you know, and, and once I just started being true and talking, it was amazing uh, how much of my past experiences as a, a spouse, as a mother, as a woman came came forth um, empathically as well. You know, I, I, I've had not an easy life. Uh, lots of things happen to me. I had someone close to me say, you know, if anything can happen, it's going to happen to you because it's just, you know, bad luck, as you would say, just kind of followed me, you know, and, and, and including, you know, we, we lost a child, it'll be 10 years ago, this, uh, this August, we lost a child um, at, at birth. So, you know, I've been divorced. I've, I've kind of, you know, but I've gone through all this abuse. So I've gone, I've gone through all these things. And each time I was like, what the hell? And I realize now that uh, it's 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 not just to use my abilities, but to really sit and be a witness for people going through their own tragedies. It's amazing because I don't have on my website and I don't really advertise the fact that I'm in the club that no one wants to be a part of with child loss. And uh, I don't advertise it. And yet it's amazing how many people find me that, that are in that community. Uh, also, my daughter who passed had Down syndrome. And she had a heart defect. And it's amazing how many people from the Down syndrome community will find me again without me revealing uh, that my daughter was so, so special in that regard. And um, or just even people with special needs children will find me. And I it's just every time that happens, I feel like um, it's a little part of my daughter that is is living through because without her and I say this a lot without my daughter passing, I wouldn't be here right now. I would not be doing this. I would be very much taking care of her needs and taking care of my family in in the needs in 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 the capacity that she would have needed at this time in her life. Mm-hmm. And so I'm very very grateful for such an honor and a gift that she gave me in that experience and knowing her and knowing her likes and dislikes and being able but at the same time being able to honor and touch on communities that I never would have had experience with. I remember when we were pregnant with her and we found out very late in the pregnancy. And I remember just screaming at God one day, like, why, why would I get a child with Down syndrome? Like I never wanted to be a teacher. I, you know, I, I, at times I was known in my twenties to make kids cry just by looking at them. I had no experience with kids before I had my own. And all of a sudden here, we were going to have a child with Down syndrome. I didn't get it. And I'll never forget when we got the call, when I got the call that, that she was diagnosed, we had an amniocentesis and um, I'll never forget. And this is part of the senses that I have, but it, there's, there's a voice that will come through sometimes and it's not like God, you know, but it's just like a beautiful, like it's my thoughts, but I can tell they're different. And I'll never forget as I heard the news she had down syndrome, I heard this will teach you compassion. 
And I realized, you know, we are so, um, and especially unless you, you know, a lot of times people won't seek out what, what is different than them. It's just, we go in our comfort zone, same thing. Why, you know, as an animal communicator, you know, unless you, sorry, my cat's playing behind me, um, unless, you know, people have had experience with that, you may not be drawn to me, but here all of a sudden I was thrust in this community that I had no experience with. And, uh, I had a wonderful, the Down syndrome Ohana group of Hawaii. Uh, I contacted them after the diagnosis and we spent the next couple of months, uh, meeting with families and they welcomed me in. And I'll never forget when I called and I said, you know, I'm, I'm pregnant with a child with Down syndrome. And I heard congratulations. It was the first time I'd heard since her diagnosis, congratulations. And that's when it started to change. Like, oh, this is, this is a wonderful thing. So I had these wonderful few months of going into this community and then she passed at birth. And then we, my spouse and I were like, now what? We had prepared for a child with, with this wonderful, the, these wonderful abilities of her own. Now what? And I realized that the universe had an answer all along six years later. It mm -hmm. was to help and to touch, not just her, but people of various different communities. Yeah, that's really yeah. amazing. And I love to hear how you describe that sort of knowing voice that's almost like, I, I would sort of interpret that as maybe like intuition mm -hmm. as well. And I think that's something that, I mean, I know that we all have intuition within us and it's such a sense of um, just that knowing, but so many of us don't listen to it. You know what I mean? Um, and so we're not as, as clear or as, um, in tune with it. Um, but I'm sure that you have had a lot of practice getting in touch with your intuition and really listening when things are happening around you, um, with your other gifts and abilities. So it's cool to know that that all ties in together. Um, I want to ask, do you prefer, and maybe you don't have a preference, but do you prefer communicating with people or with animals? I, whoever needs me, I, you know, I, I either, I, I just spoke with a gentleman the other day that had passed. I kind of like doing both where you have a session where you talk to the animals and people. I had a gentleman the other day that had passed and his daughters were talking to him. And the first thing he said and was, I love the cheesecake. I love the cheesecake. He kept talking about the, he had a sweet tooth. He had a sweet tooth. And sure enough, his daughters just start cracking up. And like, he just wanted to tell me about all the cake. I will have, uh, babushkas and I will have grandmas and I've gotten some great recipes from people that have passed. They want, they want their children, they want their grandchildren to make it a certain way, but they'll be describing it, you know, and, and I can talk to people again, all over the world, even if they don't speak English and they'll show me images and certain words. And so I don't even know what I'm saying, but I'll be like, it's a meat and there's a spice and it looks like this. And, you know, and this is how they want you to make it. So I, I, I joke, I should make, you know, I should write a recipe book of people from people that have passed on. That'd be um, so amazing. It, 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 but it's hysterical how many times they're like, no, you've got to, you know, uh, you know, especially uh, grandparents are like, add more butter. <laughs> like that's why they'll be like, I can't get it to taste right. And I'll hear add more butter, add, add more, 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 more. Um, with animals though, it, it I think, it can be even more surprising, right? And I and I was talking about this the other day, how I think it's becoming more socially acceptable. Be like, oh, I got a sign from my grandmother. I got a sign from my dad. But it's less socially acceptable to be like, oh, that's a sign from my animal. It's like, we still haven't 
totally accepted that animals go to the same place they do, which, or we do, which is, I, I would never know any of the information I did if, if they didn't. And so I love when they send a sign of, or when they talk about a sign, like uh, most recently, and I, I posted on TikTok a couple of weeks ago about um, a dog that kept saying, I sent her a, a paw print, a paw print in white. And it was winter time. And I'm thinking like paw print white, and I'm saying this to her and I'm trying to figure it out intellectually. And this client just starts bawling. And she says, can I send you something? Of course. She sends me a picture. And the, the day after her dog had passed, she had frothed her milk and it had came, come out like a paw print. So it was in the milk. But to me, again, intellectually, I'll hear something. And I'll be like, what is white? What is that? But it was there all along. So I love when there's those beautiful clues and it's, I call it the aha moment when it's clear that I'm communicating with the pet that's past or the pet that's present that just, you know, needs, um, you know, I, I just posted on an Instagram story tonight. Actually, I had a client and the cat kept saying, I want a cat dancer. And I, I said the name and then my client actually went on Amazon and was like, did you know the actual name? It was actual cat dancer or something. And I was like, no, I just heard it. So, the, you know, I got the actual title of what to order. So I love moments like that, where there's no way that I, you know, a lot of people like say, sometimes I get accused, oh, you're just being empathic. Oh, you're just being broad. No, like I'll hear, I'll hear things like it's, I like to be as specific as I can, you know, that I wouldn't be doing this if I, if I couldn't help. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Like it's, it's one of those things. I often wonder why people, I mean, I understand skepticism, but I also wonder like, what do they think that you would have to gain from pretending, you know, like, it's just so funny and it's cute. It's so cute that you're surprised too with some of the things that come through. Right. I'm always surprised because it's just, you know, I think, I I don't know when, when I decided to do this publicly, when I decided to come out publicly, I had, I had a list of kind of uh, ethos that I wanted to follow. And one of them was be completely authentic, never be afraid to say, I don't know, never be afraid to say no. Um, you know, just bump, 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 never, ever lie. Not that I could, you would know when I'd lie. Like I, you know, I, I, I don't, I can't. Um, but it's interesting how, um, I, I, yeah, even today, like I just, I, I, it just surprises myself. Like when, you know, I, I've, uh, I found over, oh my gosh, how many pets have I found? 121 pets since 2020. I did a lot of work during COVID and, and I have, I have them like in behind, um, where we're zooming right now. I have pictures all over the wall of some of my, the help with missing pets. And I, it's always amazing to me. I'm always very, very surprised when, you know, that one is found where I said, and I'm like, really? really? That's where it's found? Like, okay. Like I, I get excited with them as I'm like, okay, it works. Um, I just try not, I just try not to take myself too seriously. You know, I think that if, um, and that's another promise I made to myself was I wasn't going to allow my ego to get involved. You know, I really want to make sure that everything I'm doing is for the good of others, not for the good of myself. Like I'm, you know, you, you pay for my time because I do need help putting these two children, these two living children through college. (laughs) (laughs) you know, you're paying for my time, but I never want to get to a point where I can't reach someone because you financially can't afford it. And that's why I do on my Instagram. I have free questions, uh, just about every Friday night, unless I need a self-care night, like the last Friday, (laughs) but every Friday at 8 PM Eastern, and you can just come on and ask a quick question. We have a great group that 
you know, kind of comes on pretty regularly and, you know, and you just ask a question. All I ask is, you know, you're nice and polite and say, please. And thank you. And I go on for 30 minutes, sometimes 45, but so it doesn't matter what background you are, where you're from and people all over the world will attend. I've had people from New Zealand and Australia come in. So, you know, wherever you are, I've had someone from a cruise ship watch, <laughs> which was funny. But it's just, you know, it's one of those things. And because it is super positive, you'll have people coming in week after week just because, you know, it's a very supportive environment. Um, but yeah, I never want to not be able to reach someone. And that's just another promise to myself of of reaching everyone. Um, you know, it's being a mom is tough. It's so tough. And at my, at my, you know, those moments when your children, well, any age they are, you know, you have those moments where you're especially down. And I remember one of my goals was really just to be able to able to help other women and say, it's going to be okay. And not of course lying to them, but really being able to look ahead for people and say, no, no, no. Like I see it, like I'm not BSing, but I'm also very real. And I'll have people in my lives on Friday night ask like, hey, is my financial system gonna, you know, my financial situation going to improve? And I'll be like, oh, maybe not here, but you know, so even when it may not be the most positive answer, it's like, we'll keep looking ahead. And I think a lot of us need kind of, um, as you would say in cycling, kind of that hand on your back uh, to kind of just help you, you know, help you forward. Um, especially, you know, we were talking about this before the show to be acknowledged that motherhood is not easy and it's not cookie cutter, even for myself, like, <laughs> you know, like my spouse is gone for a while and then he comes back and I'm just like, what are you doing? You know, you know, like I've been joking. He's been back for a while and I haven't gotten my real housewives time in. So, you know, like my life is not perfect at all. And I own it. I totally own, you know, that, yeah, there are days that I just am like with my kids going, what the hell am I doing? Even as an animal communicator, even as a psychic, like I'm still going, who are you? Especially to my, my daughter that's turning 13 in a couple of days. I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> you know, I love you. Okay. Just smile. Um, smile. It's okay. Smile nod. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and just, yeah, this will pass. Well, you're living in such integrity with your purpose and, and I love that authenticity. You can really see it. And, um, I think that likely helps you so much in the work that you do in your service. Um, because if you are aligned with yourself and you have that knowing and that self-trust and that sort of confidence that comes with really embodying your, your true nature, then you can put any ego aside and just truly serve and just show up and do the work that you're there to do. And that I think makes all of the difference with anyone who's trying to help. Right. Well, and I call this a true calling. Like it really is a calling similar to a priesthood or a ministry. Like I know without a doubt, I will be doing this my entire life. I know that, that this is what I'm called to do. I was very, very, very resistant. Uh, I really tried to, I, cause I, I, I wanted to fit in. I, I didn't want to you know, I mean, I'm already awkward enough and I I've been making some TikToks lately and I'm going to make one about the latest parent teacher conference because parent teacher conferences are hysterical with me. Right. Because now we're dealing with, hi, you know, when, when a mom wants to talk to me before my daughter comes over and, you know, you want, you know, what do you do? Well, I'm a consultant. That's what I, that's what I usually say. But, um, I just posted on TikTok a couple of days ago about, I was dry. Uh, I'm so I'm, I'm halfway between New York city and Boston. And I was helping a, a hospice cat in New York city and I was taking the Amtrak back. 
And there was a guy that was slightly inebriated that asked me what I did. And I said, a consultant, and he said, what kind of consultant? A pet consultant. What's a pet consultant? So I threw in my card and it was like this whole hula baloo. But yeah, so I mean, that was another thing I was concerned about with becoming public was how is it going to affect my children? And, you know, I'm not going to lie. There are some days that are that are harder than others for them. I'm very, very careful. I don't ever show their faces or generally their names on social media. Um, I'm very careful in how I speak about them publicly. Uh, but, you know, because I, I want my kids to leave, I mean, they will not be a like lead a normal life, you know, with, with who I am ultimately, but at least be able to, to have, be able to be kids without people giving them crap for what I do. Um, but yeah, it hasn't all been sunshine and rainbows. It's, it's, it, there have been some hard times, especially for my daughter, who's, uh, a little bit more aware and she's in middle school. So, you know, and, but that's 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 my sacrifice and um i am so appreciative of her and i hopefully my relationship with her is, is deeper because of it because we have to talk about those things you know we have to talk about what do we do when when someone you know a friend doesn't believe what 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 her you know i do like what's her response how will she feel is she okay and i always allow it up to her um, but I, I, I will definitely admit that her closest friends, her family, their families definitely understand what I do and are very welcoming and loving. So that's wonderful. Um, but yeah, it's, it's totally a challenge. And what are some of the ways that you sort of keep your own, uh, self, your, your own sense of self intact in motherhood in general? I mean, even aside from the work that you do, what are some of those self-care things like on Friday, when you take off sometimes from your Instagram lives, what are the things that you're doing to reconnect with yourself? Real housewives. Real housewives. And I, I say it jokingly, but I'm totally true. It's, you know, I, uh, one thing that, that some people don't understand about having intuition, having these abilities is, is it is a turn off and turn on. So I'm not intuitive 24 hours a day. That would be exhausting. And so I can very much turn off. So like right now I'm on, but I can turn off after this. Um, so I watch reality TV uh, you know, it sounds silly, but it's, it's very, if you think about it, a show like Real Housewives or reality TV, it's very sensory overload. So you have clothes, you have makeup, you have lots of details. And for me, that's what my brain needs to kind of reset and relax because there's so many little things to pay attention to. And sometimes I'll pause and I'll look at the fashion and I'll look at stuff like that just because it's, it's interesting. And it, but that's a way I can turn my brain off. Another thing I like to do is, uh, I have been an endurance athlete, uh, uh since my twenties and, after some major injuries, I had to stop. I, I've, I've done eight marathons, but I had to stop. And um, I, I do, I, I'm very, um, very passionate about my Peloton. I actually got into the whole Peloton craze during the pandemic and I love it. So I love to work out. Um, it's not a be all end all. Like I definitely, I took off all of January and ate a bunch of sweets and did nothing. So it's no judgment for anyone. Like I totally, I have many, many times that I am not, um, but honestly, just doing things that I call it friend Nancy would do like that, that psychic Nancy, like I, I have to separate the two. So there's psychic Nancy when I'm working and I'll even say this with my friends, but then I have to be friend Nancy. So it's connecting with people that know me for me and they, you know, I can go with a, for a walk with them and I can have coffee with them and I can be friend Nancy. So in other words, they're not expecting me to be on, um, 
you know, I, I, I would lie. I love to read, but I would lie if I said I've read any books lately. <laughs> like I try. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I do a little, uh, reality TV and docu-series, uh, mm -hmm. documentaries, you know, yeah. I, um, there's some really good ones lately on Netflix and uh, there was one about the the trial down south uh, that I really was captivated by so, oh yeah it's uh, yeah it's it's anything to kind of turn my brain off and turn it kind of in a different fashion yeah I was gonna say it almost sounds like with the reality tv instead of zoning out you're zoning in right but that's helpful for you and that's so yeah, interesting. It's, but it's just, yeah, it's just a different sense. I'm using all the other senses except my intuition, right? Like, no, I'm not sensing what those people are doing. No, 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 no. No, thank you. <laughs> no, no. You know, it's it's my relaxation. I love it. Um, as we wrap up, I wanted to ask you one last question. And that would be if you could sort of choose what would be the biggest lesson that you've learned from really leaning into your gifts and living authentically. I'm pausing for a moment. Um, and I always trust the first answer that comes. And honestly, it's not being afraid of what people would think. I think I've spent, you know, I spent 36 years trying to be what I thought everyone wanted to me, me to be from when I was very young in the church to, you know, just everything. And it just created more unhappiness and depression and anxiety. And I, I I felt like I needed this big group of friends to be happy. I thought I needed this big group around me to kind of, you know, I, I thought that's what was supposed to happen. I thought that's how women were, that if you didn't have this big group of friends, that then what the heck. And I realized that it's okay to own who you are, whether it's you really enjoy an Irish jig, or you know everything there is to know about airplanes, whatever it is, there are people out there that will embrace you for you, but really own it. I think that especially uh, moms, we we feel a lot of pressure uh, to blend in, to be what our children need us to be. And then we go to these play groups and we do all of these things with our kids and we want other moms to like us, right? So we're in this constant state of 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 uh, affirm, trying to get affirmation from people and we end up losing it in ourselves and for me what i have found in the last 4 years is and i do have to check myself like am am i okay like am i am i happy am i honoring myself and that means not worrying about what so-and-so is doing, whether it's in my own community of other animal communicators and psychics or what the mom down the street is doing that I can't compare to anyone else. And I think for most of my life I did, but I wasn't, I wasn't attracting the right people around me because I wasn't, I wasn't, I, I, I was, I was everyone else except myself. And so I have found that by owning who I really am, people have found me and women friendships, which I craved all my life, which I had a really hard time finding have found me. Uh, and, and they know all of me now, whereas before throughout my life, again, it was this hidden secret. And maybe if I knew you six months, I would kind of say something, or maybe it would slip out. And then they would say, how do you know that? And then I would get ashamed. And, um, now at least, you know, to, to be my friend is to know all of me. And God, that feels good mm -hmm. to just, you know, 
I, I'm not, I'm not going to be afraid. Now, maybe I'm going to be a little bit quieter at parent-teacher conference <laughs> or, or my friend or my daughter's friend's mom, but I'm definitely not going to apologize or, or because if it makes someone else uncomfortable. So just being, being who you are, whoever that is, what, whatever interests you have, whatever quirks if you may call it there are people out there that will get it but you have to come forward with it right because we don't we don't know that you know every different jalapeno pepper we don't know those quirky wonderful things about you if you're not talking about them and I think that's what's really sad is that we all have so much to offer each other and especially to deepen these friendships I want to know that you've always wanted to you know run up all the steps of the empire state building like i want to know that stuff uh not being afraid of it no matter how quirky it is i love that and i personally have like my closest friends are the most oddball weirdo quirky people <laughs> but i realized recently I, I wondered what about them is similar like what brings them together as my friends, as my people? And I realized it's just that they're fully authentic. Mm, mm -hmm. That's the type of people, that's my jam. And that's so, so perfect when people can find that. So I'm so glad for you that you are in that place because it makes all the difference, right? Yeah, a hundred percent to myself. Yes. Yes, it does. It's, it's how I've helped find myself. Awesome. Well, Nancy, I, I suspect if my audience is anything like I am, and I think that they are, they're going to want to learn more about you and how to find you and potentially how to work with you. So can you share with us some of the ways that we can connect with you online? So my website is just my name, N-A-N-C-Y-M-E-L-L-O.com, nancymello.com. Instagram is Nancy Mello Official. Facebook is Nancy Mello Official. And on TikTok, it's just nancy.mello. And uh, yeah, say hi. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to have you among. Amazing. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for having me. I want to thank you so much for tuning into the Grow Like a Mother podcast this week. You can find more great tips, motivation, inspiration, and community on Instagram and Facebook at Grow Like a Mother on both platforms. And if you enjoyed today's show and wish that you had found it sooner, I invite you to leave a rating or a review wherever you're listening. Doing so really helps promote the show to other moms just like you who want to grow and level up in their lives. And if you want to stay connected by email, I invite you to sign up for the email list by visiting the website, which is www.livingwithheart.ca or diving into the free five-part video series that I recorded just for you. You can find all of the links and the details in the show notes. Until next week, keep on growing like a mother.